Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah. Vessalatu vesselamu ala Resulillahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ecma'in. Bidnillahi ta'ala we start today to yani to try to understand the Quran as you said, Yanyo, you, you want to make it Tadabur. Tadabur, in fact, there is two, there is two different words. Tadabur and the Tafsir is different. What you are doing here, and you call it Tadabur, this is Tafsir. Tafsir uh, uh, means explaining. Tafsir means explanation about the ayat, about the words, to understand. Tadabur is like meditation, thinking about the meaning of Allah, about the words of Allah, how it is uh, great, something general, uh, not, not deep. This is the word Tadabur, the, the general meaning. But what you use here for Tadabur, it is in fact tafsir or explanation about Quran. And that we are going to do, inshallah. Little bit, little bit, inshallah. Uh, we will go, inshallah, through Surah Al-Fatiha. Surah Al-Fatiha, as it is very important surah, as we know that we need to read it in every rak'ah, in every salah. Every rak'ah, every salah, we need to read surah Al-Fatiha. Let me just show something here. Surah Al-Fatiha. It's a very important surah, as we know. We need to read it in every prayer. In every raka of every prayer. Fard or sunnah, we need to read it. For that, this is the importance of Surah Al-Fatiha. Uh, surah Al-Fatiha, the, the name of the Surah Al-Fatiha, yani the opening of the, or the starting of Al-Quran in, 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 yani in, in, in the writing of Quran. It is not the starting of Quran in revealing, in revelation. The, as you know, the first ayat revealed to Rasulullah the first five ayat of Surah Al-Alaq in Juz Am. When which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq, Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq, khalaq al-insana min alaq, Iqra' wa rabbuka al-akram, alladhi allama bil-qalam, allama al-insana ma lam ya'lam. This is the first ayat revealed to Rasulullah sallam while he was in the cave, which he called Ghar Hira'. He used to do Yani worshiping Allah in, in, in his way, yani before he before he became prophet, uh, like meditation, like something like that, uh, until the Jibreel came to him for the first time when he was 40 years old, and they told him uh, this, as you know, the story of that. Uh, so Surah Al-Fatiha is the beginning of Quran. After the Quran completed, it is the, the beginning of the Quran. Because as you know, there is two kind of revelation of Quran. 
Quran, uh, what happened during the life of, of Rasulullah used to re, uh, uh, send down to Rasulullah some ayat from this surah and some ayat from this surah, some ayat from this surah, according to the situation, according to the uh, what Allah wants to teach the, the people, Muslimin, what Allah wanted to Rasulullah to uh, tell others. So it was according to the situation and the events, it was revealing ayat by ayat, not in the order which we have now. But Rasulullah used to, when he got some ayat, he used to call one of the Katabatul Wahi, the writer of the Wahi, of the Quran, and ask them, write this ayat and put this one after this one and this one before this one, this one in this surah, this one in this surah, until completed the Quran in the end of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Surah Al-Fatiha also called Al-Kafiyah. Al-Kafiyah yani the, the enough or the sufficient. Kafiyah because it is enough in, in some situation and all the Quran is not enough. Yani it, it can be enough in the prayer. When you pray and you read the, the, in the beginning of Surah Al-Fatiha, uh, it is enough. Yani if someone didn't read the Surah or the Ayat after Al-Fatiha, the prayer is correct. But if he read the whole Quran in one rak'ah without Surah Al-Fatiha, it's not enough to make the prayer correct. For that it is the sufficient Surah that, uh, Yani which is uh, enough itself, but uh, else cannot uh, uh, replace it. Uh, surah Al-Fatiha, هي أعظم سورة في القرآن, the greatest surah in Quran. As Rasulullah said to one of Sahaba, يعني, let me teach you the, the greatest surah of Quran, and then he taught him Surah Al-Fatiha, and he said about it, Al-Qur'an Al-Azim Al-Ladhi Ujitu Yani It is called Al-Qur'an Yani Yani even Surah Fatiha Itself can Can be called Al-Qur'an Because It includes Yani All what we have in Qur'an It is summarized in Surah Al-Fatiha Summarized In Surah Al-Fatiha And it is Al-Sab'u Al-Mathani Yani Sab'u Yani Seven Ayat and I will tell you some details about what, uh, how seven ayat. Sab'a ayat, sab'a al-mathani, sab'a yani seven. Mathani, yani it is repeated. It is repeated always because we read it many times for prayers. At least we need to read it 17 times in the fardu, only the five prayers, uh, 17 at least. Otherwise, we, we may, if we pray sunnah before and after salah, it will be more and more. So it is repeated. And also, it is called the Mathani. Mathani also, it is repeated or divided between the slave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is mentioned in one hadith that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in hadith Qudsi, hadith Qudsi, uh, Allah said, 
قسمت الصلاة بيني وبين عبدي يعني I divided the prayer and here what is mentioned of prayer what the meaning of prayer يعني reading الفاتحة in the prayer يعني reading سورة الفاتحة in the prayer يعني even the الفاتحة called the prayer يعني one of the names also for الفاتحة it is the prayer the prayer because it is used for all prayer to we need to read it in all prayers for that, uh, the, the, this hadith Qudsi, Allah said, قَسَمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي يعني I divided the prayer between me and my slave. فَإِذَا قَالَ الْعَبْدِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ If the slave said, الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Allah said, حَمِدَنِي عَبْدِي يعني my slave praised me. حمداني عبدي وإذا قال العبد الرحمن الرحيم قال الله مجدني عبدي يعني 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 my slave talk nice about about Allah سبحانه وتعالى greeting Allah سبحانه وتعالى يعني إذا قال العبد مالك يوم الدين قال الله أثنى علي عبدي يعني my slave also talk about me because all these آيات in the beginning as we learn now all meant talking about Allah سبحانه وتعالى and some of his names and صفات أسماء الله and صفاته سبحانه وتعالى before we read Quran before we read Quran in general any Quran we are encouraged to say, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. Where is it mentioned? Why we need to say it before reading the Quran? And we got it from where? Because we 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 need to to know as Muslim that we don't do any ibadah from ourselves. We don't invent anything and we say, oh, it's good, let us do that. Cannot, we cannot do that. We should only follow what Rasulullah taught us and, and told us to do. This is the sunnah of Rasulullah whom we are asked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to follow him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For that we need to do that always. When we want to do anything related to religion, we need to find out how Rasulullah used to do that. He used to do that or not? And if he used to do, how he used to do? In everything, we need to do like that. For that, Surah Al-Fatiha, Rasulullah used to read it in every prayer and the, and the, in every prayer or out of prayer before reading Quran in general not al-fatiha only all Quran he used to say a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim and this is in fact following what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah Allah said in surah uh, النحل. Let me show you the ayah. 
Surah An-Nahl, ayah number 98. Surah An-Nahl, ayah number 98. This Surah An-Nahl is Surah number 16, ayah number 98. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يعني when you want to read Quran, then seek refuge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from الشيطان الرجيم. أعوذ for that we say أعوذ. This coming from this فاستعذ يعني say أعوذ or ask Allah to protect you to to ask Allah his refuge. To, to protect you from الشيطان أعوذ يعني I seek protection or refuge of Allah أعوذ بالله <coughs> من from الشيطان الرجيم الشيطان in fact it doesn't mean only إبليس الشيطان in general anyone want to take you away from your religion any person Anyone from jinn or from ins, yani from human or from uh, jinn, if someone try, try to lead people out of religion, try to lead people to do the wrong things and to avoid following the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this called shaitan. Shaitan because he get out from the sharia, from the deen, and he want others to follow him uh, out of that. For that, uh, Iblis called the shaitan because he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he decided to, to push people not to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For that, he's shaitan. For that, we ask uh, protection from, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from all kind of shaitan. And the rajim as he is shaitan, and they get out of the ibadah of Allah and they, uh, lead, leads people to, to, to do wrong. So he is rajim, rajim yani chased from anything good, especially uh, al-jannah. He is chased from al-jannah, so he will never go to al-jannah. This is the meaning simply, a'udhu billahi, من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم I'm trying to يعني I will try يعني to explain the words with the whole meaning of the ayah to يعني to do our best when we read try to understand try to get the meaning of the words or the ayat which you are reading in prayer or out of prayer this A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, sure it is not ayah of Qur'an saying A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, it is sunnah from Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is following what Allah asked us to do, فَإِذَا قَرَاتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعَذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ And also Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to follow that and used to say in the beginning of reading the Qur'an, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Sometimes Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, uh, add to it, أعوذ بالله السميع العليم. 
يعني add these two names of Allah أعوذ بالله السميع the, the most hearing سبحانه وتعالى who hear everything سبحانه وتعالى العليم يعني hear and listen everything العليم who knows everything the, the most knowing سبحانه وتعالى الرسول sometimes add this one أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم or أعوذ بالله السميع العليم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم and also this sunnah from صلى الله عليه وسلم and sometimes add من همزه ونفخه ونفسه in the end أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من همزه من الشيطان الرجيم من همزه ونفخه ونفسه يعني من الشيطان الرجيم and from everything related to الشيطان الرجيم همزه يعني everything bad coming from him ونفخه blowing somebody to make him proud ونفسه يعني from his doing سحر and all the things bad from الشيطان this also sometimes the Rasulullah used to add to that but in general and the easiest sentence to say is أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم as everybody knows so أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم is not from Quran for that you will not find it written in any surah of Quran then بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم before I explain it is it one ayah of Surah Al-Fatiha or we have many opinions about it is it one ayah of Surah Al-Fatiha or not or is it one ayah of every Surah or it is the opinions of it I will tell you now the opinions simply one opinion said it's not ayah of any Surah at all it's not ayah of any surah at all. It is just separation between the, the, the every surah or to start any surah. So it is not counted as an ayah, but just we use it to start any surah or to separate surah in the end from the next surah which is coming after it. And one opinion said it's one ayah of surah al-Fatiha but not ayah from the other surah. From the other, other surah, it is just a start, but not counted as ayah. Uh, as we have this khilaf, and this khilaf is uh, correct, yani, yani most of the opinions has dalil about that. Uh, for that, but, the, but all of them, no khilaf, no different opinions about al-Fatiha, that it is seven ayat. Seven ayat, including Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, or not. If including Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, it is as you know. So Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, number one. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin, number two, and so on until the end. Salat al-Ladin an'amta alayhim ghayr al-Maqdub alayhim wal-Qadilin, number seven. According to the other Rabbi who said Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim is not ayah, not counted as an ayah from the surah. So they start, Bismillah, they start the, the number one, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. There is the need for everything of that, but I don't want to give you details 
يعني نوت تو جيت اوت اوف ذا سبلينيشن سو دي كاونت الحمد لله رب العالمين نمبر 1 الرحمن الرحيم نمبر 2 مالك يوم الدين 3 اياك نعبد واياك نستعين 4 اهدنا الصراط المستقيم 5 صراط الذين انعمت عليهم 6 غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 7 so they divide the last ayah according to the previous counting they divide it into two ayat so sirat al-lazina an'amta alayhim it's one ayah complete ayah and then غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين another ayah because they are all agree that surah al-fatiha is seven ayat why I mentioned that to you Because we have khilaf also between ulama, yani the four imam or the else, we have khilaf. Do should we read Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim? Yani it is a must. Yani if someone didn't read Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim in the beginning of Surah Al-Fatiha in the prayer, his prayer is correct or wrong or false or what? As we have this khilaf, it's not a problem at all. Some ulama said no problem to read surah to read al-basmala or not at all. Some ulama said yes, we read it, but some ask to read it loudly. When you read loudly, read it loudly with the surah, considering it one part of the surah. And the others said no, no need to read it loudly because Rasulullah used to read it in most of his life. He used to read Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Slowly, not loudly, and he start read loudly in Maghrib Asha Fajr by starting Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. For that, I mentioned that to you to know that it's not a problem at all if you find the Imam read Bismillah Rahman Rahim loudly, it's okay. If he didn't read it loudly and start loudly, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. It's okay, and you don't need to think he read he read it slowly or he didn't read it. It's all okay and all accepted, and no problem about that. And I mention that to you because, yeah, sometimes I, yeah, in the beginning when I came here, when I was in Tengano, I think I I knew that some people I used to read in 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 the prayer. According to the Sunnah of Rasulullah, I used to say to read Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim slowly, not loudly. For that, when I came here in the beginning, I used to read as I used to do in Egypt. I don't read it loudly. I knew that some people, they, they say they they intend the mufaraqa, and they they don't continue the prayer with the jama'a because. The Imam did read Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim because the misunderstanding or the misteaching, يعني probably they 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 know one opinion only, and if they know that, they think that any other opinion is wrong, and this is a big mistake in fact. Suppose that the the one who is teaching supposed to explain something like this, especially the things which can make trouble for people, supposed to be known. Uh, and also, the very important uh, point for every teacher when he teach, 
and he follow one opinion, he should teach people that we study this one, but if you find someone doing something else, don't say it is wrong until you ask alim this one is wrong or not, because you, you, you don't learn everything. You learn this one now, but you don't, you don't know about the other opinions and the other uh, uh, knowledge about that. Uh, for that, we, we, when we learn something, don't think that uh, this is the correct one and this uh, else is wrong. Except if you read from ulama or listen from ulama and they say, uh, uh, saying this one is wrong because this is not mentioned in Quran, not mentioned in Sunnah of Rasulullah, and it is clear in, in, in learning that this uh, wrong, okay. Uh, but else, if I just learn it something, I should not say other thing is wrong until I know about this special or I ask about that. Uh, for that, take it easy. The Imam said, read it loudly or not, it's not a problem at all. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. What is the meaning of Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim? I know that you know in the name of Allah, the merciful, the compassionate, or the compassionate, the merciful, or the gracious, the, the uh, merciful. Uh, uh, but what is the meaning of it in the beginning of the surah? This, you are saying, Allah teaching us to say in the beginning of everything, including reading the Quran, to start mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani, the meaning here is, I start reading the Quran with, the, with mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get the barakah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, to get the benefit of my reading the Quran, to, to get the benefit of the amal which I am doing. For that, it is sunnah to start any amal you want to do, any doing, any thing you want to do, or to say Bismillah in the beginning. Before you eat, it's sunnah to say Bismillah. Before you drink, before you, you, you go out of your house, before you... You do anything when, yani when you want to start your, your, your work in the beginning of the day, say Bismillah. Uh, everything you do, it is sunnah to say in the beginning Bismillah. Even when we, uh, uh, we, we go to the toilet, but we say that before we go in, inside the toilet. Yani, uh, uh, bismillah. Bismillah. Uh, bismillah. And I say Bismillah, although go to the toilet, I say, but out. So it is sunnah to say Bismillah, and Allah teaching us to say Bismillah in the beginning of every amal. And the Quran, reading Quran, is the greatest amal to, to, to do. So we, we, we need to say Bismillah. Yani I start reading the Quran, mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bismillah. Ba, ba, this, ba, this one word considered, yani ba, b, the letter b, harf, harf, ba, and ism, this word, in fact, ism, the word ism, alif, sin, mim, alif, sin, mim, yani, don't think that this is bism, yani one word, this bism, no, it is, 
Originally, let me show you Surah Al-A'la. See this uh, word, Sabbihisma Rabbika Al-A'la. Ism is the name. Ism is name. Yani Tasbih, the name of your Lord, the greatest Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Uh, so the word originally is ism with alif, alif seen meme. But uh, when connected to this ba, in the in Bismillah Rahman Rahim, only in Bismillah Rahman Rahim, it is uh, used to be written without alif. But if you write out of Quran just Bismillah without Ar Rahman Rahim, you should write it with alif. This about the writing and this rules of Arabic in writing. And we should write ism with alif. Ism means name. So B and the word ism, which like this one, together in Bismillah Rahman Rahim, especially, it is combined together and written like this. Yeah, just not to be confused that bism, what is the meaning of the word bism? No, it is two words. In fact, the ba, it's a preposition. Harf jar and ism after it. Bism in the name, Bismillah of Allah. Or my starting reading Al Quran with the name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, with mentioning Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Bismillah. Allah is the greatest name of Allah, of our God, our Lord. This is the name which is unique and only for Allah. No one can be called Allah except Allah, except our God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is from the word ilah, ilah, yani God. Al-ilah, al-ilah, the God, yani, the God, yani, the one who is considered God only. No one else considered as God except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we, have, we know that many people who are non-Muslim, they worship other things and they call it God. They say about Jesus, about Isa alayhi salam, God. They say about uh, Buddha, God. They say about this or that or any of that. They say God. Uh, but these all fake gods, all fake gods, the only one who worth to be called God is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-ilah, al-ilah, yani the God, the God which only uh, can be called God is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the God, by the way, uh, the word God, it is not. It is not. يعني, it is not considered the name of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The word God. It is used in English with with capital G. This difference in English between capital G or small G. If capital G, they mean God, who is uh, the, the Creator. Yeah. Uh, uh, but طبعاً there is uh, mix also with. Uh, in Christian, about Messiah alayhi salam, Isa, they consider him God and they consider him Allah and they confuse his Allah or the son of Allah, a lot of wrong beliefs. 
but uh, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only he is the one who, who, who is called Allah Allah which is including all the meaning all the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Bismillah Ar-Rahman and oh, by the way before I go to Ar-Rahman God means the one whom you worship. This is the meaning of the word God in general, the one whom you worship. The one whom you, whom you worship. Some people, they worship something or someone, but it is, he, he, he is not worth to be worshipped because he is not the creator, he is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is God for them because they worship him or that. Or that. But it is wrong worshipping. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the God who is uh, only worth to be worshipped. For that when we say, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, no God, no God except Allah. But it is not ex exactly uh, to be understood like this. Yeah, no God of this all which they call God in this world, no God is worth to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No God is, is worth to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the only real God. This is the only real God and who is worth to be worshipped. But all the other gods, they are all fake gods and they are worshipped, but uh, uh, without right to be worshipped. They have any, they don't have any right to be worshipped by by others, but they are same uh, creatures, same like others. For that, uh, we will learn uh, after a while when we mention Rabb, there is difference between Ilah and Rabb. Let it when we go to Rabb. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, in fact, to give two names for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in English or in any other language, differentiating between Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim, it is very difficult, if not impossible. Because this is يعني, one of the features of Arabic language, there is, there is يعني, uh, 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 taken from the root of the word many words, and sometimes there is difference between them, but in other language, you cannot differentiate between them. For that one, yani I, I, I want to share with you uh, about the, the, the meaning of uh, when, when they translate in different translation, and I want to, I, I, I meant to show you how they give the meaning of the translation. See this one. In the name of Allah, the compassionate, the merciful. In the name of Allah, most benevolent, benevolent even uh, ever merciful. Uh, Allah beginning with the name, the most gracious, the most merciful. Gracious dispenser of grace. Gracious, merciful. Beneficent, uh, merciful. 
compassionate, merciful. Why that? All, all for for Rahim, it is all merciful. For Rahim, it is all merciful, no problem about it. But Rahman cannot find a, a, a perfect word in English or any language to give the meaning of it, uh, differentiating between it and and Rahim. In Arabic, and in Tafsir of Quran from the Ulama, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, both of them, it is taken from Ar-Rahma. Ar-Rahma, the mercy. Mercy. Mercy is Rahma. Rahman Ar-Rahim, both of them taken from Rahma. How we can differentiate between them? Uh, the inexplanation in Islam, especially in Islam. Ar-Rahman, this is the name of Allah himself, yani he is merciful, he himself merciful, even without giving this mercy to others. Yani it is, we call it sifat that, yani he himself, even without giving this mercy to others, he is uh, described as Rahman. But Rahim, Rahim, when he gives the mercy to others, this, the, 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 mean, the meaning of Rahim. Rahim is, there is action. Rahim including action. There is someone giving Rahma to other one, so this is Rahim. But Rahman, he himself have this mercy. Regardless, he gave it yet yeah, yeah, or not yet. He has this mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This simply uh, uh, one of the differentiation between the two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, other uh, differentiation about the, 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 between the two names, Ar-Rahman, this is the general Rahma. Allah has Rahma for everybody. Even Allah make his yani coming to even the animals, coming to the kafir, not Muslim. All, all can get some of the rahmah of Allah in general. But there is a special rahmah for mu'mineen, for the people who submitted to Allah and believed in Allah and followed his religion. This is including is Ar-Rahim in Ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahim, this is a special mercy who, who has this special mercy for the mu'mineen specially. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. For that, it is very difficult to, to get a word for Ar-Rahman in, in English. For that, as you saw now, yani many words they, they, they put for Ar-Rahman. But Ar-Rahim, uh, uh, it's easy to, to get uh, merciful because it's getting directly from mercy. Okay? So Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who uh, is he himself merciful, he himself merciful. Uh, regardless, he gave this mercy to others or not yet. Uh, and Ar-Rahim, when he do this mercy, mercy to others. Or Ar-Rahman, the general Rahma of Allah, the general mercy, who has the general mercy for everybody, for everything. And Ar-Rahim, 
the special mercy which he gave to only for mu'mineen. In the name of Allah, or Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Okay? Uh, second ayah, Surah Al-Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allah is still teaching us to praise Him. Yani Allah is saying, praise, yani the meaning, the meaning, in fact, we, we should not say, Allah said praise, uh, because Allah didn't say praise be to Allah, but Allah said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, this is the text, the Arabic one, which Allah said, but we say, uh, uh, Allah said, what we may translate into praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or that it's one of the mistakes which you may find in some books. They say, Allah said, and they mentioned the translation in English, in Malay, in any language. Allah didn't say that. Allah didn't say that. The translation, Allah didn't say. Allah said, the Arabic text. Quran is the Arabic text only. For that, we never call any translation as Quran. We don't have Quran in English, and the Quran in Malay, and the Quran in French, and different versions of Quran in different language. It is not all that, all that not Quran. The Quran only is the Arabic text. The Quran only the Arabic text. For that, everywhere the Muslim learn Quran in Arabic language. And every Muslim should learn Arabic to, 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 understand, to read Quran, to understand the Quran, to read the Hadith of Rasulullah to understand the Hadith of Rasulullah to understand Deen in general as much as you can, according to everyone and his ability, sure. Uh, for that, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Allah said, Alhamdulillah. What is Alhamd? We know that praise. So, is praise is same like thanking Allah? And praising Allah is same like thanking Allah? In fact, Alhamd is more, is more including thanking and, and more. And Hamd not same exact like shukr. Hamd more than shukr. When someone do something good to me, I thank him. This is shukr. Shukr is something as a reaction of something happened from someone. Someone did something good to me, so I thank him. This is shukr. But hand means yani more than shukr. I, I mentioned that this one is worth to be thanked even without doing anything to me. He is worth to, to, to be Mahmoud, uh, 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 to be praised, subhanahu wa ta'ala, even without giving anything to me. He is himself, he is great himself, uh, and he, he, his sufat is great, are great, uh, until we should Hand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even without getting anything from him. Uh, additionally, shukr is by, uh, 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 replying or uh, 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 reaction 
for the things which Allah granted us of the ni'am of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all the things which Allah uh, gave us. For that, alhamd is more, is more, uh, yani widely uh, than shukr. Shukr mostly uh, related to uh, action and reaction. Alhamdulillah, yani praise belongs to Allah, or praise uh, is to Allah, or be to Allah, however you, you translate in, 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 the, in English. Uh, and Alhamdulillah, yani Allah saying praise is to Allah. Yani this, it is a sentence, but including instruction to us to to thank Allah, to hamd Allah, to praise Allah. Uh, uh, so it is just a general sentence, but uh, this is yani, way of the style sentence in Arabic. Sometimes it is like statement, but including the meaning of instruction. So here Allah teaching us to thank him, to praise him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Yani, the, the 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 thanking or the praise should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the one who is worth also to be praised and thanked is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he is Rabbil Alameen Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen we have five surah in Quran start with Alhamdulillah five surah in Quran start with Alhamdulillah. This surah Al-Fatiha, after Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, all the surah after Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, and we have surah Al-An'am, surah Al-An'am, surah number six in Quran, start with Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alladhi khalaq al-Samawati wal-Ard. And you will find that every surah of these five uh, surah, there is something mentioned about Allah after thinking, after saying Alhamdulillah. In Surah Al-Fatiha, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, the Lord of all beings. And I will explain to you about the Lord now, about Rabbi now. Uh, but he is worth to be praised because he is the Lord of all beings. All the worlds, everything. He's the Lord of all. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. In the, in the other surah, Surah Al-An'am, Surah number six, Alhamdulillah, Alladhi khalaqa al-samawati wal-arda. Yani Allah, Allah, Alhamdulillah, praise to Allah, who created the skies and the earth. Uh, for that, he is worth to be praised Subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we go to other surah, surah number three, which mentioned Alhamd, surah Al-Kahf, number, surah, surah number 18, surah Al-Kahf, also mentioned Alhamdulillah, Alladhi anzala ala abdihi al-kitaba, walam yaj'al lahu iwaja, yani praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who revealed to his abd, to his slave, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi al kitab the book, al-Quran, walam yaj'al lahu iwajan, and didn't get or didn't have in this 
didn't make in this book, the Quran, anything wrong. الحمد لله فاطر السماوات والأرض فاطر فاطر يعني خالق كرياتر so الحمد belongs to him سبحانه وتعالى because he is the creator of السماوات and the الأرض سماوات the skies and the earth the earth جاعل الملائكة رسلا who make who who is making the ملائكة the angels Rusulan yani messengers between him and the prophets uh, to teach people to Uli uh, Ajnihatin and Allah mentioned about the Malaika because Malaika is great creatures. Malaika, the angels are great creatures. Yani they are uh, huge, they are uh, uh, yani something uh, incredible. Uh, and the top of uh, Malaika, uh, Jibreel alayhi salam. Jibreel is the top of the Malaika. The, you consider that the, the boss of them or the leader of them, of uh, Malaika. And the Rasul salam mentioned in, in hadith that Jibreel alayhi salam, here Allah subhanahu mentioned that Allah created Malaika, they have wings. The Malaika has, have wings. مثنى وثلاث ورباع يعني they have two wings or three wings or four wings and Allah mentioned after that يزيد في الخلق ما يشاء and Allah increase in creature in creation whatever he he increase سبحانه وتعالى for that رسالة الله mentioned about جبريل عليه السلام 
that he has 600 wings. Jibreel alayhi salam has 600 wings and he is very huge. Yani, uh, you cannot imagine him. Rasulullah uh, mentioned that if he just open one wing, he, he will cover the sun from, from us. Uh, and Rasulullah saw him in his real creation two times, maybe only in his life. But most of the time, when Jibreel السلام, used to come to Rasulullah, he used to come in human shape. Because Malaika can't change their shapes, but only can change in, in the good shapes only. Jinn who can change in bad shapes, but Malaika can change in good shapes. And the, uh, Jibreel السلام, used to come to Rasulullah, most of the time used to come as a man, as a normal man in, in shaping. When, the two is, when you see him, you think that he is a normal man. And for that, we have the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which mentioned that the meaning of it, yani, the meaning of it, maybe later we can take it in one class, explanation in, detail, in details. Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab, he said that one time we were sitting with Rasulullah Sallallahu and suddenly we found a man coming to Rasulullah Sallallahu and that man wearing very white clothes, and his hair is very black, and uh, and the, and the, uh, and he seems clean and and, and nice, and uh, he uh, he said Umar Khattab, the meaning that we don't know this man. He is not from our area, not from Mecca, so we don't know him, and in same time. Suppose if we don't know him, and he is not from Mecca, uh, from Medina. Suppose uh, this was in Medina. Uh, suppose he is coming from other uh, town or other place or other village, so he is traveling. So suppose we see him, يعني, his clothes is dirty a little bit, uh, has the, some dust, but he is very clean. لا يرى عليه أثر السفر يعني, we don't see, he's not seen that he traveled until he said to Rasulullah Sallam, and asked Rasulullah Mal Islam, and what is Islam? And Rasulullah explained to him, Mal Islam, and Tashad Allah, 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 and Muhammad Rasulullah, what to keep a salah, what to teach the care, and mentioned the five pillars of Islam, and then asked, Wamal Iman, and what is Iman? And the Rasulullah give the six pillars of Iman. And Jibreel السلام, used, this is what Jibreel. But the Sahaba, they don't know him. They saw him as a man. Until uh, in the end of the Hadith, uh, uh, the, the man left and they don't know where, where he went. Then Rasulullah said to Sahaba, uh, uh, the meaning of the hadith, yani, do you know what the, who is this man? They, they said, Allah Rasuluhu A'lam, we don't know. Then he said, this is Jibreel, he came to teach you your deen. 
يعني هي اسكت الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم ان فرونت اوف صحابه تو تيتش الصحابه هون الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم اكسبلين ذن ذي الصحابه ويل ليرن فروم هيم اورزو جبريل نوز اول ذا انسرز اوف ذات فور ذات هي يوز تو سي افتر ايفري انسر صدقت يعني يو ار تيلينج ذا تروث يو ار رايت ايفن عمر بن الخطاب يوز تو سي هاو ذيس مان اسكينج اند ذن وين هي انسر هيم هي سي يس يو ار رايت He is asking, or he is teaching, or for that he knew that in the end that was Jibril alayhi salam. So Allah who created all that because of all because of that Allah is worth to be praised, Subhanahu wa Taala, unlike anybody else. Alhamdulillah, Rabb al-Alamin. Then, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Rabbil Alameen first. Alameen, this is easy to return. Alameen, plural of Alam. Alam, as you know. Alam, world, or dunya. Alam is world. Alameen, plural of Alam. Can be Alameen or Alameen. Yani the worlds. How worlds? We have many worlds. Yeah, we have the world of human, and the world of jinn, and the world of animal, the world of skies, the world of angels, the world. Everything is world. For that, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "وَإِمِّنْ وَإِمِّنْ شَيْءٍ إِلَّا إِلَّا أُمَمٌ مِثْلَكُمْ." يعني يعني the ayah means يعني everything in this world is umma, and like nation. So al-alamin, the world of everything, the world of plants, the world of animals, the world of humans, the world of jinn, the world of angels, the world of things, all that world, the Lord of all of that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here the word Rabb, and this also, which is more very important to understand what the difference between Rabb and Ilah. We say in Shahada, La ilaha illallah. We didn't say La Rabba illallah. We say La ilaha illallah, especially. And Rabb, we mention it. Rabb is the creator, the one who does everything. And this is describing Allah Himself that He is the Lord. يعني and the word Lord in fact in English also doesn't give the 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 real meaning of it. Rabb is the one who create and care and give life and give death. يعني all the deeds in this world in this universe is done by Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the meaning of Rabb. For that, it is one of the Tawheed. Tawheed, yani believing in Allah. The oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to believe that Allah is the only the Rabb in this world. The, the only Rabb of this world is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who created everything is Allah. No one sharing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his creation. The one who control the life and the death is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no one else, no one share him that. Uh, 
the the one who uh, uh, will judge us يوم القيامة is Allah only سبحانه وتعالى uh, the one يعني everything done in this world now or after is by Allah سبحانه وتعالى for that according to that as he is the رب who created everything and he is doing everything so he is worth to be الإله to be إله إله what is the meaning of إله the one who whom we worship إله means worshipped by the creatures إله means worshipped by creatures worth to be worshipped سبحانه وتعالى as he is the one who created everything and no one shared him any of that and he is the one who gives the life and the death and will, will make us alive again after that for Yawm Al-Qiyamah the one who control everything so he is the one who is worth to be worshipped subhanahu wa ta'ala no one else in this world uh, worth to be worshipped except him subhanahu wa ta'ala to do ibadah only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who, who did everything who is, who is doing everything Subhanahu wa ta'ala. For that, uh, believing that Allah is the Rabb is not enough for someone to be Muslim until adding to believing that he is the Rabb, that he is the God, he is Ilah, he is the Ilah, he is the one who is worth to be worshipped only him. And that what make the mushrikeen at the time of Rasulullah Allah mentioned about them that they believe that Allah he is the creator and Allah who is doing everything but when they want to worship when they want to do ibadah they worship other things they worship idols they worship uh, planets or stars they worship that or this without Allah or with Allah so they take partners with Allah in worshipping or they worship other things, not Allah subhanahu For that they became mushrikeen. Mushrikeen because they don't worship Allah subhanahu alone. Only Allah subhanahu uh, wa Allah mentioned in Quran about the, the mushrikeen وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهُ and if you ask these mushrikeen, the Rasulullah Allah said to Rasulullah if you ask them who created everything, they will say, it's Allah who created everything. So, you should worship him then. For that they believed in Allah, that he is the one who did everything, but they don't worship him. For that they became mushrikeen. For that, uh, uh, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, doesn't mean I believe that Allah is one God, is one, and I believe Allah is the Creator. It is it is part of the of the beliefs, not all the beliefs which make someone Muslim. Believing in Islam, believing uh, to be Muslim, you should believe that Allah is the Rabb and the God and 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 the Ilah in same time. Rabb and the Ilah, not just Rabb and the, not Ilah, and you have another Ilah to worship. No, you have to believe that Allah is Rabb, Lord, and uh, Ilah, God, 
to be worshipped. Uh, this one of the ayat which Allah mentioned about mushrikeen in Surah Zukhruf. وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ If you ask them, مَنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Who created skies and the earth? لَا يَقُولُنَّ Sure they will say خَلَقَهُنَّ الْعَزِيزُ الْعَلِيمُ They will say that Allah who created uh, everything. And they, they command, they say also يعني العزيز العليم mentioning some of صفات of Allah سبحانه وتعالى. العزيز يعني who uh, no one can beat, beat Allah سبحانه وتعالى. العليم who knows everything. For that, although they believe in Allah like that, but they were mushrikeen. They were not the Muslim. And Allah will, will, will put them in hell uh, who, who, who died while they are mushrikeen. They are in Jahannam al-Azub Allah Ta'ala. For that we need to believe that the point here, not just to believe that Allah created everything and that's enough or, or doing everything and enough. No, we have to believe that Allah is the God who is, who is worth to be worshipped only no one else with him or without him. For that we say, La ilaha illallah. No one is worth to be worshipped except Allah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, not la rabba illallah. La rabba illallah this. No one, no one except Allah said, I am the one who created the skies or the earth. We didn't hear about anybody of, the, of those fake gods whom the others worshipped. No one said that Buddha created the, the earth or created the sky. No one said that uh, Krishna or all these uh, Hindu uh, gods or any, no one said that this created everything. They don't know who created anything. They, they don't get, get to this point at all. Uh, so we believe that Allah only he is the one who created everything. And we, according to that, we believe that he is the one who is only worth to be worshipped, no one else. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Okay? And then Allah mentioned Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim again, like yani, he created everything with Rahma, subhanahu wa ta'ala. With general Rahma for everything, and with special Rahma Ar-Rahim, for the mu'mineen especially. Ar-Rahman, who got the rahmah for everything in general, and Ar-Rahim, who got the rahmah especially for mu'mineen. So he, he didn't just create everything or he didn't control everything of the world without rahmah. No, it is with rahmah. Even the things which sometimes we don't understand the rahmah of the things like like what we say, we, we see nowadays about uh, Palestine and the Gaza and the Hood used to torture uh, uh, Palestinian people and a lot of things. Sometimes the, the, يعني, with, with, with weakness of uh, Iman, maybe someone say, why we Allah leave them to suffer like that? Uh, we, we know, يعني, not in detail now, but we know that not everything this dunya. There is dunya and the akhirah. Allah, when some people will go to hell, will go to the jahannam, 
how they will go to Jahannam? They will go by killing mu'mineen, by doing bad things in this dunya. So to, to be worse, to, 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 be, to, to, to go to Jahannam, Allah is adil, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah fear. Allah will not punish someone without doing anything bad. Allah will punish who did something to, and, to be punished. And also, the people who are tortured by kafirin or got some problem from kafirin or killed by kafirin or that, there is, there is Jannah for them. There is Jannah waiting for them. For that, we need to look at the picture, not only of this dunya, dunya and the akhirah together. We need to look at the whole picture to understand everything uh, 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 happening around, around us. So Allah, in everything, there is include, included rahma from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We understood it or we didn't understand it, but there is rahma from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Then, maliki yawmiddin. Malik, yani owner. Malik means owner. And in other qiraat, this uh, word read, read as without alif. Malik. Malik yawmiddin. Malik is the king. The Malik is the king. Yani the one who control everything, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, so the two meanings is belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Malik, yani the owner of everything, who own all the skies, all the universe, everything, we are owned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are the created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are belong, belong, belong to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he is Malik. But this is not the mention in this, uh, yani, uh, he Malik, special something coming now. And the Malik is the king or the one who is controlling everything. Not just own, not own and control. Uh, yani, created, uh, create everything and make rules for everything to, 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 to go through these rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here, Allah mentioning about Malik or Malik, Yawm al-Din, Yawm, the day, Yawm is day. Al-Din, pay attention that Al-Din here doesn't mean religion. Al-Din here, here doesn't mean religion. The word Al-Din in Arabic can be, Din means religion, and the Din means judgment, judgment and giving the, everyone his result for his deeds in this dunya. What he did in dunya, he will get the result yawm al-qiyamah. The day of judgment, the day, the day of giving the results to everybody according to his amal, if he did well, he will get good result. If he did bad, he will, good, he will get bad result. This is what we call a deen, the judgment or giving every, everyone his result according to his amal in this dunya. So the owner or the controller of the day of judgment, which is Yawm Al-Qiyamah, the, the hereafter, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. So he created everything with the rahmah of him in this dunya, 
for that from his rahmah, he explained to us and he taught us and he sent us uh, prophets and the messengers to explain to us about his deen, to, to, to know the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to know what is good for us to, to do uh, so we can in the in the in yawm al-deen, yawm al-qiyamah, to get the good result and to avoid the bad things in dunya, uh, to avoid getting bad results in al-akhirah. So all in al-akhirah is controlled by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this teach us to only take care of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean to only, only yani, monitor yourself and feel that Allah is monitoring you, monitoring you and Allah will judge you yawm al-qiyamah. Allah will ask you about everything. For that, Allah from his rahmah sent us prophets to teach us, to tell us what to do, what not to do. And we have to follow that because we believe that yawm al-qiyamah, we will be asked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who will judge us, who will ask us about everything in this dunya. And we have no reason to say, I don't know or uh, anything of that. Uh, Allah taught us everything and told us everything. And we have to follow his instruction. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So believe and feel that Allah is the one who will ask you Yawm al Qiyam. So prepare yourself from now to for, prepare yourself for Yawm al Qiyam, for Yawm al Deen to be asked by Allah SWT about your deeds. Maliki Yawm al Deen. Uh, I think enough uh, for today here. We'll stop at five here, uh, at, at four. And uh, because also the coming at we need to explain more also. Yani it will take maybe time like what we finished already. Uh, so next time, inshallah, we continue the surah, inshallah. Jazakumullah khayran. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu alayk. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.